Greetings, comrade roller. I am loyal soldier of Boris Empire, here to introduce bonus content this week. It's part two of Solonar Vacus backstory. If you're lost and want to listen to part one, just scroll podcast feed back to April 23, 2020. This Solonar story, along with all other bonus content we create, is available over at Patreon at the $5 level. Head over to patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers if you want to help ensure we're able to keep telling these fantastic stories. Also, be a part of our community by joining the Discord at bit.ly slash goblindiscord. Now let's join up with Solonar, already in progress. We are Alyssa and the Thief Boys. <laughs> Alyssa and the Thief Boys. <laughs> One, two, what? three. What was, are you playing the upright bass? That's the upright electric bass. Yeah, with the pick. And I'll be playing the electric cello. No, you're brand new. We put you on the triangle. Yeah, I'm going to play the electric shakers. Because I'm just saying, that triangle, that cuts through. Someone messes up on the triangle, everyone hears. Is it? He'll play the tambourine, just to do the shaky shakies. That works. Tambourine works. I got rhythm. Let's get this episode done. And I need a number one from every one of you. Let's do it. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So you look around the room, uh, again, you would be the ninth person within it. You are very familiar with the gentleman sitting immediately to your left. Do you want me to like introduce myself? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just it, it zooms in. Yeah. There's like a, it stops, it does this like grayscale, <laughs> and it's like the narrator speaking yeah. over the top of it. Yeah. Uh, camera zooms in. It's an older, sort of grizzled looking character with a pipe just pouring smoke out of it. It's a, a fancy pipe, not a corn cob or anything like that. He's got uh, a gray beard with sort of flecks of black still in it. Uh, and he has uh, some wire spectacles on his on his head. He takes the pipe out of his mouth. He leans over. He's like, I'm Tommy the chimney. I blow stuff up. It's magical. It's magical. The camera turns back to where a very thin... Um, someone who, if you pass on the street, you you wouldn't take note of them. A very plain person uh, who has uh, like a, a kind of just just bangs and no other hair. Uh, and <laughs> and, and it's, just, it's one of those front front it's bangs. It's called pineapple. Is I know it's from the nineties. Yeah. I know exactly what it is. Yeah. It's just horrible. I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, he's got a pineapple cut and he's wearing a pineapple button-up shirt and. It goes, and he is sitting there, and he's kind of, like, stretching while he's talking to you. But by stretching, I mean his arms are wrapped all the way around his body and then back over, and he's kind of just tapping his fingers rhythmically. And he's like... What is this, a circus freak show? Don't judge. (laughs) And he's like, name's Phony Bone Jones. You can call me PB&J. I'll get places nobody else can get to. Across the room, you see a, a pale, featureless face staring over at you with a cream-colored poet shirt um, covered in a variety of different paints. 
Uh, Wait, featureless. Is he like Moonsy? He has no facial features? No, he's the vague, pale white eyes, pale white skin, no nose, only very faint smile. <laughs> Voldemort's our forger. Of a uh, somewhat shy-looking changeling standing at you. I am Eugene, a uh, forger. I prefer the term artist, though. It has been a long time since I have debuted my art. But one day, I'll be back on the scene. Until then, I work with you all. There is a larger figure with a red, longer mohawk sort of flipped to the side with several sections of it braided. He wears no shirt, but very deeply pocketed pants and a scarf around his neck. Those are called cargo pants. I, I, for cargo carrying. Yes, but that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that also introduces a concept into the world. Uh, it doesn't quite fit. Tactical cargo. Uh, but the, the thing that is more alarming is that he wears pants, boots, and like leg armor, and a scarf. And that is what he wears up top, and that is it. There is no shirt, but there is a scarf. Why are you making fun of me right now? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like leans forward and like, Lock, hi. Uh, I don't sound impressive like everyone else. I do a lot of uh, threatening and a lot of punching. A lot of gently poking with a knife into organs that are important, so I've been told. Most organs are important, mate. Pretty much all of them. Damn it! I thought that, like, I had a concept and I was working with it. I was only stabbing the important organs. I felt like I was doing something smart. Now I hear that I could have stabbed any organ and it would have been the same. Well, isn't that the reason why you stab people, like, 40 times to make sure you hit the right organ? All right, there was one guy I stabbed 40 times and he had it coming. And his name was Caesar. He was a weird one. <laughs> Actually, my friend, I believe the skin is an organ as well. So anywhere you yeah. stab a person, you're you should just be like... Just be like me. I just blow them up. That hits all of them at the same you time. You guys are destroying my self-worth right now. You're doing a fine job, man. Yeah, you destroy your own self-worth. <laughs> <laughs> I think you really need to work through some of this anxiety you got. Yeah, I, it's not you. a matter of anxiety. Come, come back over here. We will, we will paint in the corner, my friend. I, do, I, am not, I don't need to finger paint. I'm, I'm trying to introduce myself to the new guy. I'm trying to be cool. You're doing a fine job. You should have let him, let him get to you. That was a problem. I'll let you use the watercolors again. Come on. There used to be four walls in this room, and he punched them down. I didn't punch them down. I just punched so many holes in them, they stopped being walls. We call him the window maker. <laughs> and the door maker. And the wall annihilator. <laughs> I don't know. I like window maker the most. Annihilator. <laughs> Wallaby. See, see that, one, that one just kind of sounds like you're having a stroke. Oh, Wallaby. Roar, man. Always comes back to that. Um, there is a small gnome who kind of hops off of a crate she was sitting on, dropping down like three feet, and like walks up to you. Bing. Lockpicks. And she turns around and goes back up and then kind of struggles to climb back up the crate. Not sure why all the pomp and ceremony was there for that one. There's a girl who kind of like looks up, fiddling, like she's peeling the skin off from around her nails. Her hair is sort of covering her face. She looks up and she just goes, Veli, I scope everything out. I find 
places that we can do things and it's stuff that we can, you know, get, get done. And then finally, there is sort of what looks to be like a stereotypical dirty street urchin kid uh, with messy black hair and kind of crooked glasses. Um, Harry Potter. <laughs> As I described him, I realized that I actually did name him Harry and I need to fix that. Give me one second. I was like, cobalt. Oh, leave that in. It's Gary. <laughs> no, it's Perry. Perry Hotter. <laughs> Perry Hotter. Uh, I'm Peter. I I can pickpocket stuff. I'm, re- I'm really good at it. At least Alyssa says so. You're like a pickpocket magician, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Brav's a master. And I'm Alyssa. Alyssa Avari. I'm Solonar. Solonar Vacus. And I can't help but notice that um, for being right smack in the middle of Alarian territory, there sure are a lot of Telerians in this room. Oh, I need to collect things that make me think of home. Yeah, what are you, some kind of racist or something? That would be nationalist, P. Yeah, what are you, some kind of nationalist or something? I mean, it's possible that I just... Look at it this way, bruv. It's all a comfort of home for you hanging with us. I guess. It's, um... You remember that time you ran away from it? Guess what? <laughs> you back. Life finds a way. I just, um... I don't think I've heard this many Telerian voices in one place since, uh, since I left home. It's my favourite accent, mate. <laughs> it's the only one that we're allowed to do in this moment. Do you know the, the fortunate part about being uh, of my races? I can pretty easily mimic a lot of your accents. Uh, also hanging around with you goofballs. Oh, no. It's fun. That's really unsettling. But, my queen beneath Marine, I appreciate your indulgence. <laughs> you should see it when he wears your face. It's crazy. I think I'd rather not. That doesn't sound like a good time for me. Oh, it sounds entertaining for me. At that, you, you for a brief moment, see about half of his face turning into Solonars for a moment, then it goes back to blank white. Yeah, no, don't appreciate that at all. That's um, highly unsettling. All right, now that we've gotten all the pleasantries out of the way, we need to start figuring out what we're going to do. So what I've got, what what information I could get out of Veli is that there, this girl is going to be at a nobleman's ball coming up in a week. That might be the best place to get her. Easy enough to get her alone. Everybody's distracted. Are you going to try to pick her up while she's at the ball or on the way to the ball? Probably at the ball. It'll give us more of a buffer. If a girl never shows up to a ball, she was highly anticipating people will notice. But if she left early, no one's going to know until they realize she never went home. Sounds like good sense to me. Good, then it's time to get the ball rolling. Wonderful. You do know that I'm not expecting you to attend, right? Don't, I, don't, I don't know what my role is in this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the plan is supposed to be. That is why we're meeting here. That is why we got our second floor man. Yeah, I'm not seeing much call for blowing stuff up on this end. What do you say, boss? I think that subtlety is probably called for. I mean, I could cause a distraction down the road a piece. Just blow up some cottage or something like that. Get everybody looking that way. Take the, uh, take the girl. It'd be pretty awesome if they caught on to us and they were chasing us and they got 
blown to smithereens. So that would be, be pretty cool. That'd be cool. We need to like <laughs> plan that ahead of time, though. Like, we really need to know the route they's gonna chase us. We can pick the route they chase us. All right then, I'm your boy. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I got me some barrels of the black powder. Got me a wick, and I got this pipe. That's all I need to do me job. Sometimes I believe that subtlety is called for. Perhaps, but maybe not today. <laughs> Kidnapping a nobleman, a nobleman's daughter doesn't strike me as the need for collateral damage. I love a little bit of the ultraviolence, boss. <laughs> what do you think, new guy? I mean, I'm the one that suggested that if I was trying to get away from somewhere, having the guards explode behind me would be pretty sweet. Yes, I meant overall. I don't... I've heard almost nothing about this plan. I know we're going to go to a ball. Because we don't have one yet. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, we so, had one and you missed it up. All right. So let me see if I've got this straight. You've brought in a new guy who can do second story work. Yes, I've done second story work before. That still remains to be seen if you can do it under pressure. I can do it under pressure. Don't you worry about me. Mm -hmm. He's just been climbing ropes. This ropes have always been a bit of bad luck for me. Seems unwise... Are then you? to put you on aerials. Are you are you a ladder man? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need one of them? No, no. I tend to go up hand over hand. I find spots to climb up walls that most people don't. That's part of my. You all have been watching me. You all have seen the kind of jobs I've pulled. It's true. You haven't seen me put rope up. No, it's just real funny to see you tumble over everything. That's the other thing. Is if um if there's an opportunity to bounce, flagpoles. Signposts, anything like that. Flips, tricks, and all kinds of things like that. That's how I got my pay back when I was working with the street gang. Flips and tricks and things like that are nine times out of ten a way to show off and slow yourself down. But he said he could bounce, so as long as you grab, grab the gal and then bounce. Yeah, flips and tricks. What do you think you are, Gravy Bow Barnes? Jumping around <laughs> in a wrestling ring? No, no, I'm not Gravy Bow Barnes. But I'm, I'll tell you right now, I've had a few occasions to actually use flips and tricks to get away from people. They are capable tools in the right hands. Speaking of hands, how are yours feeling after slipping from that rope? Not ideal, but I'll make do. All right, well, we've got a week to plan this. So clearly all we need to do is figure out how we're getting in, how we're getting the girl, and how we're getting out. around, reach her up, reach your I'll show you things you ain't never imagined. <laughs> he scratches those hard to reach itches. Uh, I can show you the world. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid.